Long days and pleasant nights to you folks. This week's guest is Wanjiko Eka. She is a stand-up comedian that I know. Um, we have a decent conversation about anxiety and and how that relates to being queer and, and that sort of thing. Um, I don't really have too much to say about it other than I hope you enjoy the interview. Um, standard stuff. Go to waywardwordsmiths.wordpress.com for more information about our other podcasts and a blog that accompanies this one. But here we go. Let's do the interview. Hi, hello. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, very Ian McKellen there. Very good. I should stop. Okay. Um, you're... Wait, oh, wait, are we on? Yeah, we're on. Oh, 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 hey. Hi. Hi. How are you? Are you doing well? Are you okay? I feel, I feel great. I... Um, you're from, you're from Texas, right? I am. Very, uh, uh I'm from Austin, which is like, that's where people move to. Yeah. Or whatever. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's one of those places where I, I grew up on the edge of the city. Yeah. So my real experience in the city wasn't until like college because like I went to school there too. Mm-hmm. Um, what people say is cool is cool and all, but you can all, you can even you can go to a bar and listen to music in like Michigan. You don't have to be, <laughs> but at least it's sunny in Texas. It, I think the main draw to anything right now is just weather. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Sun on a regular basis. <laughs> can you imagine living somewhere like upstate New York where it's freezing? Mm. Like, like, and there's nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I just, mean, just, just nothing, just nothing. I, but yeah, <laughs> they're strong. There's, there's strong people. Yeah, out there. I, as, as someone who's like from Minnesota, absolutely. There's cold and there's nothing to do. And you're just kind of hoping for some big catastrophe, so there's just something to talk about. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, dang, that's kind of sad. No, 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 absolutely not. But your friend, you you went to school there? Did you performing arts? I went what to you UT do? there. I I studied government, which is like government? political science or whatever. Yeah. Um. Truly, I don't know what my thinking was there. I don't know if my thinking was. <laughs> <laughs> I at that time, like growing up, like as in high school, I, I watched a lot of CNN, so it sounded natural. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> okay, like I can't even—I don't even know. Right on. The logical thing was for me to go to law school or something like that, mm-hmm. and then um, that was the thought. And then I went to school at UT, and I'm just like, "Whoa, it's, this is hard." I'm like, "I can't do law school." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah, I'm like, "Whoa!" But then, I, but then I also I played rugby, so that kind of kept me oh, awesome. like in school. Uh huh. As opposed to like leaving school, because I'm mm-hmm. just there was a midway point where I was just like I don't really want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I I did it. I think a lot of it had to do just to present uh, my family with like, okay, here you go. Like here, I did what you I <laughs> you made it. You made this happen. This is for you. Keep this here. You can uh-huh. look at it. And uh, that was that was it. Socially great. Yeah, great. What a time. <laughs> it's it's so fun. There's there's a lot of parties mm-hmm. and a lot of. People go to Sixth Street a lot, which is the hot street. Yeah, like there's so many different areas. Like, you can just be chilling at somebody's crib. Like, yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. It's fun. That's a really fun 
school. Now, I've never played rugby. What's that like? Like, what, what do you do? It hurts. It hurts. I, I knew that much. Like, um, I think it makes me think, question even more like, uh, like American football concussions. Like, yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> I look at rugby and it's like, you can get hurt anything. You can get hurt. Like, even, like, you put your finger wrong in, like, the wrong place, like, catching a ball. Like, mm-hmm. you break your hand or something. Like, it's really dangerous. But it's so exhilarating. Yeah. Like, my – I was uh, I was a flanker, mm-hmm. which is, like, the outside tackle. And I just sure. tackled people the entire time. <laughs> and, like, wow. Like, it feels so good. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. Rugby was the only, like, feeling I got from anything in life. I was just like, oh, this is – I just came here to tackle. I feel great. You know? I, I – I'm in great shape. I feel great. Like, this is all I, I just came here to do, you know? You yeah. just take a bus trip to Alabama to go play a game. We're just like, wow, I tackled seven people. I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. That's fantastic. So fun. It, it, literally. the mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Women's or men's. They're mm-hmm. both, like, really fun and, like, like kind of, like, sorority fraternity type stuff. Sure. To sure. me. Like, it's it's a good time. Uh-huh. Um, when did you start up doing stand-up? Like, because the, the tra- was it the trajectory clear from, like, when you were a young person, or did it you just fall into it, or what? Um, hmm. One of my first memories. Okay. Went to a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to a party in college. I don't know what was going on. I don't even know how I met this person, but I met Carolyn Bassett, who did stand-up in Austin, Texas. Sure. And... I don't know how we met. She, we, we went to, she went to the same college I went to, but um, I remember her telling me at this party that she was a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. In my mind was blown, I was like a woman. Who <laughs> 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 was a stand-up comedian. Like I, I was obsessed with the idea. I was like, you're telling me <laughs> a woman. <laughs> you. <laughs> you ever have that thing when somebody tells you they're a comic and, and you just stand there just like, you? You are? Out of all people? <laughs> wow. I was amazed by just the fact that I was like, you, a woman, are a stand-up comic, and you're like 20? I'm like, what? <laughs> it can happen. I was just like, how is this even? I didn't, even, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was amazed by that. So there was a little part of my brain that put it in my brain, and maybe one day. like I mm-hmm. Before, in, in high school, I thought I was going to be an actor for a long time. Sure. And then I went to this big convention where you try to get an agent or whatever. Mm. This, one of those scams. And um, <laughs> oh yeah, one of those big scams. I'm gonna make it. Bye. <laughs> you get your headshot. You do a reel. I'm like, bye bye, <laughs> Hollywood. Anyway, I you know I flew out to New York and all that. You know, t- uh, typical scam stuff. Yeah. And uh, turns out didn't work out. <laughs> turns out I flew out there and I was like 17. Uh, uh, wow. I, we all. I was in this thing where we go to this convention and try to get an agent or whatever. Yeah. Also, there's a like pretty big film industry in Austin. Like they yeah. shoot, they shoot even a lot of little things like there somehow. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that I don't remember when that ended. Where I was like, I don't want to do acting anymore. Hmm. Even though comedy is also acting. I mean, anytime you perform, you're not going to be on every time. It's like you're so you know exactly how your jokes go. So it's like it's just you turn it on and you're, it's off when the show's over because sure, you're so yeah. used to it. Um, so it was a trajectory from acting to comedy, but uh-huh. there was always something within me mm-hmm. that, well, first off, I'm a weirdo, so weirdos <laughs> have like, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. weirdos have just something, 
Do you have that weirdo? Oh yeah, absolutely. This. Yeah, the, the thing that's like, you oh know? well, I don't understand most other people, and you want to, and through art, you want to try and connect with people, that kind of thing, or just like being weird. Both, because I think I both. probably both. Yeah, probably both. Yeah, you have like a bunch of weird thoughts that get squished together. That like, why you when someone goes, you say something, they go, well, why do you think that? Mm. Like, what made mm. that happen? You do you mm. mean that? I just. I don't feel like you really true know you're a weirdum till you have to interact with somebody else's family. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> right? You ever go to yeah. like your... I remember even going to an old friend's house with uh, my sibling, my, my sister or whoever, and uh, we were having dinner at her friend's mm-hmm. house, and I, I don't know what I said, but everybody was just like, okay, we don't know what's going on with her. I'm like, wait, I can't say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't really know my, you know... Yeah, or you constantly feel like you're going to get caught. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't... You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, I think I do understand the, the, what you're trying to get at. Uh, yeah, um, so... Anyway, natural progression, I didn't start till Five years ago, which yeah. was a few years after meeting the first comic Yeah. that I met and was, like, kind of obsessed with the idea. Yeah? But then I never really did it. I'm like, ah, comedy? That's still crazy. I don't yeah. know. Did you, like, were you, when you were growing up, did you, like, consume a lot of stand-up comedy and, like, that sort of thing? Or was it more? No. No? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> no, I I do have slight little memories of watching a little bit of, like, Chris Rock. Sure. HBO type. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also Martin Lawrence. A little bit of mm-hmm. that. Back in the day, Martin Lawrence, when he was, like, even watching part of, uh, what's the special with him in the, the green suit? I, I cannot tell or you. Or the I'm green, out like... There's something so magnetic about him. Mm-hmm. I also, well, I watch a lot of TV shows. So I watch the Jamie Foxx show. Like, there's, there's mm-hmm. Fresh Prince. Like, there's always that uh, Sabrina Teenage Witch. Like, there's always some kind of, I've always watched, like, kind of semi-comedic fun stuff. Sure. But not not stand-up. I'm like, stand-up? I don't, what? Yeah, um, yeah I didn't, it always weirds me out. Mm. I don't, when people are like, yeah, I've, I've been a big fan my whole life. I've always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. That kind of weirds me out. I'm like, this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have picked anything. You could have. This? You know, in comedy, too, like, a lot of people, like, are low-key geniuses. I'm In my head, sometimes I'm just like, you went to Brown. Like, what are you, do? <laughs> what are you doing, what? you know? Absolutely. Like, low-key, there's so many, there's so many mm-hmm. people in comedy who are so quiet, but they, you know, are smart as hell, and you're just like, what? Yeah. Absolutely. What are you even thinking? Why, why this? Why are you performing for five other people in a basement right yeah, now? Yeah, it's like, yeah. what is your... W- what's, where's that come from? What is your thought? Did you... Were you into stand-up when you were younger? You are just like Yeah, that? no, I was okay. a bit here and there. And, like, I, I was like that idea, but I was all, like... um, I was one of those things of, like... I always assumed that I was going to be, like, the one thing I knew I was was funny, and I assumed I was going to be untalented in every other field and ugly. So I figured, a stand-up comedian, great. And then puberty was nice to me. Like, mm-hmm. it was fine. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, it's, it worked. My You're face, not bad looking. Yeah, my face worked itself out, which yeah. was nice. Which um, was like, oh, so I can be an actor. But anyway, but yeah, right. I was always, like... I, I w- it was always in the periphery. And, like, it was that mm. thing of, like, you know, when Comedy Central was just, like, playing specials 24-7 in, oh. like, the early 2000s. And I would I was homeschooled, so I had all this free time. Oh, you're a weirdo. Yeah, oh. absolutely. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came out I wasn't expecting that. Wow. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Oh. So I just would sit and I'd go s- sit in uh, in the living room just watching special after special after special. And, I'd like, slowly out of osmosis, I was like, this seems like a reasonable thing to do. Are you, like... 
Were you like really religious? How does that happen? What oh yeah. That? Um, Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Yeah, yeah. No, my my parents are uh, really like active in their church community, and I was raised Lutheran and pretty conservative and that sort of thing, and like. Um, to a point, like, I didn't really realize how conservative we were. And then, like, I was talking to my girlfriend about, like, we, we would go to these um, debates, these, like, kind of TED Talk sort of things of, like, creationism versus evolution theory and, like, to try and disprove evolution. And it's just like, what? This was a lot. This is a lot of conservativeness. But, yeah. Not so much anymore. Oh, 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 wait, not so much anymore. I mean, obviously for you, but yeah, your parents yeah. are still... My, my parents are... They're still doing... They're still doing them. Were you, were you an only child? No, I'm the youngest of three. Hmm. And the only boy. Very special. Oh, wow. Yeah, very special. I Whoa. am. <laughs> you were like the young king. We're like, finally, <laughs> my little king. Absolutely. King me. Yeah. You're going to be a man. Did you have that, like, was there like a masculinity thing there? I don't... I don't think so. If anything, I think like having two older sisters and a slightly overbearing mother made me more more feminine. Yeah, that's that's interesting. A little softer, Ah. which is I think nicer. But um, wow, were you were you religious growing up? Um, no, no. Um, okay. Well, there was when I was six. We had this this one couple that lived next door. They didn't have any kids or whatever, so they kind of I have like. Three other siblings. But it okay. was just me and two others at that time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when I was six, we went to Bible school mm-hmm. with them because they used to drive us. Think about how lazy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Can... Okay, not that part. Think about. It's funny to me looking back on it because it was just like a, it was a whole different family. <laughs> <Just> sure. <laughs> taking us to and from Bible school and we just spent time together like. You're like, that's I, fine. I, yeah, I guess it's fine. And <laughs> You have to trust your neighbors a lot. Yeah, like, no, they were sweet. They were, like, really, really, really religious, but, like, really kind and good-hearted. Anyway, mm-hmm. haven't, I haven't seen them since I was, like, seven or eight years old. I'm like, hey, yeah. holla, I don't know where, what happened to you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they took us to Bible school for, like, a good maybe two months when I was, like, six or seven. Wow. And that is my long- longest run at a church. <laughs> <laughs> that is my longest run at a church. I like how my parents are just like, well, all right, I guess we'll see you whenever you come back. And we don't know. You know, we couldn't mm-hmm. we couldn't care less. Um, <laughs> we couldn't. We don't. I mean, they live next door. We're going to trust that. We're going to trust that. But, yeah, We I know where they live. Yeah, so we, if there's I mean, a problem, we know where I to mean, go. And that was like before you can just be texting people or calling, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, you have the house phone. So you, you have to wait by the house phone. <laughs> <laughs> are my kids your kid gonna, comes back. Are my kids gonna show up? I don't know. I guess I gotta wait for the see. I gotta wait for a phone call at home. <laughs> you call the church, make sure they've arrived. <laughs> yeah. You get a phone call when they're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they arrive next door to us and call our house from their house. I'm like, okay, I guess we made it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was my longest run at a church. Maybe I've been to church outside of that ten times. Yeah. It's always for like some kind of weird holiday or occasion sure. to where like I get there, I'm just like, I don't even know what goes on here. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'll just be sitting there like, I literally don't know where this reading is coming from. (laughs) I do own a Bible, but like. Who doesn't? You know, it's like, it's pink. So it's like, it's just like a fun. (laughs) 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 Pull it out. It's like a fun, you know. My my sister has a baby blue one. Like, they're fun, you know. Yeah. They're like like Easter M&M's. Yep. But, uh. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen these uh, these Bibles. These uh, like they have teen adventure Bibles. Do you know of this thing? Like they're like Bibles that are marketed to like extreme teens and that sort of what? thing. It's absolutely ridiculous. And there's like activities in the binding. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. I had like two growing up. But um, you said you have three other siblings. 
or f- what? Oh, uh, what was oh, that? um. So I have two sisters, which uh-huh. were incredibly close in age. Like one's ten months older, one's ten months younger. Oh, so wow. that's having like having triplets. Yeah. Me and my other sibling were in the same grade my entire life. So wow. I mean. So you guys are close then. We group text. <laughs> okay. Which I mean. But sure. also, I'm not the type of person to talk to someone all the time. I'm just like, I see you on Instagram, you know? Okay. <laughs> like, 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 what? Like, <sighs> I want to save okay. some of that energy for maybe seeing you in person at some point. Um, oh, sure, sure. I also have a, I have a teenage brother who's, uh, it's interesting, because he's kind of like an only child, because we all grew up with each other. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, automatic friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sure. I think that's the only point to really having ki- when, when you have kids that are close in age is just so they can have friends and you're just like, cool, y'all can take care of each other. You know, yeah, that's absolutely. The goal. That's the real goal. with. Par- I don't think parents are just like, man, I, I want to have three or four kids. They're just really, you know, you have a buddy. Yep. <laughs> y'all cook for each other, whatever, <laughs> chill, watch TV. We're going to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I have a teenage brother too. He's a, uh... yeah, he's an only child to me. So I'm like, wow, you're so different. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, I always think it's interesting seeing how um, parents also like treat the, the, the their kids differently because, but I think by like generally by the youngest they're gonna be the most like they kind of mm. have figured it out. Mm. Do you think that's the case with him as well? Like, do, do they treat him differently than you three? He definitely uh, he reads a lot from a young age. He's been reading a shit ton. We didn't read like that. All right. Um. Yeah. He reads a lot of books. Um. That is a different thing. But other than that. I don't know. All right. He's very chill. Like, he's very well-mannered, so, of course, you're going to get what you want whenever you're, yeah. you know, you're like a good boy. Or <laughs> I'm like, how does childhood work? It sounds so weird saying good boy on here, so <laughs> when, when you're, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, when you're a nice young man. Yeah. And Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, like, uh, it's one of these things of, like, uh, I've heard good things about Austin, but it's still Texas. What was that like growing up in there and like that sort of thing? Because uh, I think, go ahead. I think there's like the thing that you can't tell by you know listening, but you are black, and also are you? Oh, uh, gay. Oh yeah. Gay yeah, or yeah, gay? Yeah, yeah. You, so what? I just you... like the word gay better than lesbian for some sure. reason. That's like yeah. a part of a joke that you can come see in my stand-up. Yep. But <laughs> I talk too fast. Um, yeah. Well, what was my what was my thinking? Okay. Oh oh, that's it. Sorry. I'm like. Ugh. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I had a coffee earlier. Eh, eh, eh. Okay. <laughs> I. The part that I grew up in, which yeah. is basically like the edge of the suburbs in the city, mm-hmm. where the area I grew up was like really, really, really diverse. Sure. So there was a lot of people interacting of all different races. Uh huh. And, um, and it's also <clears throat> you're around people who are in or around in or around the same class as you, like mm-hmm. in society. Yeah. Um, which was, I mean, I, I, I liked the people I was around in the schools. I mean, not saying I had a shit ton of friends or anything. Yeah, sure. But I'm like, everybody was fine. Um, I don't, there are little things that exist there. Um, you don't really talk about politics with people there. Sure. Like in general. Yeah. There is like, I remember... There was a girl in my high school, and she kind of, I think she had, like, um, she either had a Confederate flag on her Ooh. car or her jacket or whatever. Sure. And I don't remember who was asking her a question, but she's like, yeah, this is about pride, and it's not about racism or, or whatever. Mm. And that's just kind of how ignorant people are. Sure, sure, sure. Or even, like, you'll drive down the street, and you'll see somebody's bumper sticker that'll say, like, I'm the 
proud great grandfather great granddaughter of a confederate soldier like Ooh. stuff like that that's it's always there but the people when you interact with people like you would never know yeah because you're not like it's not blatant yeah but um I think the racism really comes from like when you vote and who you support politically. Sure. Um, there are a lot of Republicans there. Mm-hmm. I remember when I voted for Obama the first time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, when I say people, I mean white people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> sure. Even though um, I used to wear like an Obama shirt and, and whatever. Like you know, when you're out, you know, when you're out there in the streets, like where they know what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's not just like you're secretly voting. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, um, yeah, he's God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you say Jesus on TV? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember people were telling me that I was just voting for him because he was black all the time, which is true, but I also mm-hmm. liked his message. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Why can't it be Why both? am I going to root against myself? Are you, yeah. are you, are you crazy? Yeah. But, it, but I mean, I, I think it's... It, I never thought of that as racism until I came to New York. Sure. Or is that, looking at it now, it's that automatic thought that I can't think for myself. You know, mm. I don't have that capacity to make a decision about who should lead the country, you know, mm. or I'm uneducated, even though I'm probably more educated than them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but little things like that that I look at that I'm like, oh, you know, now I realize it. But then I, I would have never realized it because I'm like, oh, I have a good life. You know, I like the people I'm around. Yeah. You will. You don't notice it, I think, until you come to cities like this mm-hmm. to where you're thinking so much deeper. Like everything yeah. here you have to dissect. Like I think anywhere else in the country, you're just mm-hmm. letting things exist. Oh, I just like to go to Walmart. OK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just like to go to Walmart. Okay, you yeah, know? yeah. You can just go there and buy a gun. I don't know. I just like to go to Walmart. Yeah, like, yeah. You're not. Di- you're not. Th- you have to think so much deeper here. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, too. I don't know. There's a difference. Like there, there's something exotic about me. Mainly mm. because I have, like, an African name. Yeah. Like, here, like, black people in New York are from, like, all these different countries. And, like, you know, like, Latino people and brown people are from all everywhere here. So yeah. you're just, like, you know, it's cool. Like, constantly you're, like, what? But uh, there, it's so rare that, like, there's, like, a like a person of color with uh-huh. an ethnic name yeah. that's black. Uh-huh. <laughs> that it doesn't fit the black American stereotype. Sure. <clears throat> so... I don't know. Um, there, there was that thing growing up where people make made fun of me for that, like yeah. my name or whatever. But uh, a lot of people just like working customer service didn't think I was from America c- when they heard my name, and they yeah. were like, "Oh, you speak English so well." I'm just like, "Yeah, I grew up. I was born down the street. <laughs> I was born down the street." I don't know, but that's that's an interesting thing. Like how anywhere else, you're just and it's not a personal thing. It's just like you're just not around mm-hmm. people who are different. Yeah kind of thing like you know like me living in crown heights like this is the first time i've lived around caribbean people like i've never yeah been around you know it's just uh a lot of it i think with like i guess racism or whatever it's mm-hmm. just if we were all around each other more yeah i think it'd be a lot less of a thing mm-hmm. but when you're not around someone you can kind of create the image of whatever you want to create of them yeah and let that exist so whenever you do meet them you want them to fit into that box so you're like oh aren't you don't you have like seven brothers and sisters? <laughs> you meet a brown person don't you have like seven brothers and sisters like yeah. no actually i only have one yeah, you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna create but then you meet people and people are pretty chill like they're not it's not like you know but now we have social media where everything's like a fight or an argument but then you meet somebody in real life and y'all are just chill like that's yeah i don't know if we don't know people, you're going to create this image. Also with, like, gay people, like, mm-hmm. you know, people will be anti-gay, but I'm like, if you knew a gay people, a gay person, like, they would just make your life so much better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's, who's funner? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Do, you're missing a part on you. That's you think. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, you don't have a gay guy around? I'm like, what are you doing with you? <laughs> you're literally, you know, you're missing out, you mm-hmm. know? 
Absolutely. Like, I, I think that's, I, I definitely agree with like, it's just exposure therapy, you know, yeah. it's like any other fear, you just have to expose yourself to it enough. And you're just like, okay, now mm-hmm. this is life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would, my thing is like, why would people be afraid of that? Ex- I mean, it, it'll, it, it makes you better yeah. and more thoughtful and considerate of other people and where they come from. Yeah. So. And I think a lot of it has to do with people's like predisposition towards like laziness and not like people want the same they want pattern they want the same thing over oh, and say, over okay predictable and, yeah and mm-hmm. so when you wander outside of that like people get un- kind of uncomfortable but that's just kind of I, w- I would say specifically like in new york a lot of i find a lot of people are more willing to try to learn something than in other mm. parts of the country or whatever because they're just like it, it just seems like there's so much going on all the time that you have to like it's it's kind right. of an adapt or die sort of thing right you know mm. but yeah um, it, mm. and did that, like, so how, you talked a little bit about this, but I'd like to know more about, like, coming from Texas to New York, and what was that transition like? Because I feel like that, that must have been, like, a huge amount of culture shock. Yeah? Or no? Uh, I didn't move to New York till later. I moved mm-hmm. to L.A. right after oh, yeah? college. Um. What's that like? Well, L.A., I, it wasn't my plan to be there. It's one of those things where you get there. And you stay. Sure. Um, that's where I started stand-up. Oh, yeah? Which is, don't start in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> no? I mean, I, I love a lot of people there. There's great people there. But mm-hmm. I, I think the beginning of stand-up is like in Minneapolis or Austin or Chicago or mm-hmm. Atlanta. Um, that's where you can really develop and, like, your cost of living is a lot lower. Um, sure. And you can be on the road. Like, there's so many different ways – also, like cities like Austin and Atlanta and Chicago get so much exposure now mm-hmm. that you could probably live there for long periods of time just existing because you'd be on the road or whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, anyway, side note, <laughs> going on my rants. I, I moved to L.A. Um, a friend of mine was living in a studio in uh, a rougher neighborhood. And that was my first time in L.A. ever. I'd been to San Diego. Mm-hmm. And there was a point when I was walking to her place where um, either the day before or the day after I, I uh, crashed with her, um, there was a guy sleeping next to, uh, what is the thing, the pump of the water on the ground? The uh, fire hydrant. Fire. There was a guy sleeping on the ground in, uh, by the fire hydrant, like full outfit, like full, mm-hmm. like jeans, T-shirt. Like, sweater. Like, you wouldn't have thought he was homeless, but he was just, you know, asleep face down on the ground. Wow. And, like, that was my first real experience with um, the level of poverty in other places. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, L.A. was my real exposure to how bad it can be Yeah. for people. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. And it was, it all, you know, it was, yeah, it was a rougher area. It was also mm-hmm. not very clean. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that was it was interesting. Anyway, I ended up staying. Um, I figured out myself after a while. Mm-hmm. But uh LA feels like a vacation. Sure. You know, once you get your, yeah. your shit is together, like there's a lot of it that doesn't feel real. Like you're just hanging out in someone's hammock at like three o'clock. I guess we you know, none of us work, you know, like Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I guess we all don't have jobs, you yeah. know? Like I guess, <laughs> like that's just regular there. Well, yeah. like, I guess we're going to brunch. Like, there's no... Mm-hmm. There, there is a distance from reality there. They're not as... Um, 
they are aware but it's not pounded in your head all the time like it is in New York of like different realities of how the world works or how society works like that is like here Um, there it's very chill so overall Mm. very chill I moved from somewhere very chill to somewhere that I consider New York extreme yeah I mean poverty is the same there and here I mean Mm -hmm. LA and New York have the same really bad poverty in Mm -hmm. different ways but um New York, everybody's political. Everybody has an opinion. Um, most people here, from TV, it looks like everybody's rich or yeah. whatever. Most people here are poor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the majority. I mean, the people that are rich are mega rich and probably could, you know, they could, a little bit of their money could probably end poverty in a certain neighborhood or borough. That's how rich the rich are. Yeah. Um, another thing I was exposed to here that I, I'd never really seen, the level of money people have here sure is unlike anything i've ever seen like just even because I, I i've delivered food in manhattan for a long time uh one of my many things mm-hmm. um and i've delivered to a lot of people with like m- like money like it's one of the places i delivered to once was just like right by the water and they're like just press the elevator and put the food in there and just leave you know like what? it's like that level of money like there's no there wasn't even like a doorman you just press the button they just put the food and leave or something like oh, wow. just the level of money here and the differences of like the people who have money and the people who don't have money is so drastic it's like a different world yeah um the wealthy here live amazingly i mean obviously it's through some kind of corruption unless you created your own business that is like non wall street yeah you you know like you create a restaurant or you know something where i can kind of see where the money is coming from yeah but yeah new york is 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 extreme but i think there's one positive now i feel i feel a lot more like an intellectual sure now like in texas or in california like i could see why an issue is wrong Mm -hmm. or bad Mm -hmm. but i never thought deep enough to think of like why that is Hmm. You know, I think the why question comes in New York, you know, not just seeing or being aware of what's wrong. It's the questioning of why and then why again and why mm-hmm. again. It, 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 You know, the dissection of everything. I think I learned through here um, just being around so many people and like thinking deeper. Um, mm-hmm. It's really, yeah, really, really affected, has affected me in a positive way. Good. I think I, I think I think more and. But it's also awful because I can't just let yeah. things exist. Like if yeah. I go back home, I'm just like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, yep. have you not? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can't stop analyzing everything all the time. And yeah. There, no one in New York has any sort of chill whatsoever. Right. Yeah. And that's not normal. It's yeah, not. No. You go anywhere else. People are people are just like want to go to Pizza Hut or whatever. Yeah. You yep. know? <laughs> I'm just like, I like Pizza Hut too. But it's just like, let's talk about why it's so cheap. Okay? Yeah. For like a second. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and why the owners are billionaires. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm just there. Like, let's talk about why Jeff Bezos of Amazon is worth 70 billion. You know, he's mm-hmm. corrupt, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm like, that's what I think about now. But sure. Anyway. Yeah, I'm definitely not as fun. You know, yeah, <laughs> I even like you'll hang out with somebody from your hometown or somebody you hung out with in college and you'll talk to them and you're, you're just like. They'll be talking about something regular. Just like, is there anything to you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm just like, do you ever use your brain for something like like useful thought? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like this thing. That, um, I don't know. Like language and thought can be used for like, I like this. I want to eat. Like, can you hand me that? But it can also be used to for the discussion of ideas. And like, and it's, I, yeah, I definitely, it's, that's tangentially related. Um, But yeah, I definitely agree of like, 
you go back home and like it's it's but it's also for me like it's kind of nice going back home and like just not worrying mm, mm. like just mm, i'm just gonna eat and i'm gonna watch tv yeah just watch tv and just hang out yeah and doing that for like I'll get two days mm. of that, and then I'm like, I need to do something. Right, right. I need right. to use my brain on some issue or, or thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think New York specifically, everyone's like going, 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 and everyone's moving all the time, and that really begets. Is that a good or a, po- or a negative? I think it's both. Like, I think people think more, and they think quick more quickly, but I also think they come to a cynicism because of it because they they feel like they've figured everything out you know, is there like, a lack of empathy because of it because it's just like the machine is going and i think i i think there might be and i think it also comes from like to to live here is to have anxiety because like right and so when everyone's anxious all the time they're all like yeah what like there's the first response right, is right. fight or flight rather than oh what do you need one thing I've learned is, you know, if somebody's coming at you in public, like in a negative way, like yeah. a lot of it is people just want to yell. No one ever really wants to fight. They just want to yell. I never I yeah. never see people fighting. They yell for 10 minutes after yep. the person's walked away. But yep. there isn't. People do not want to fight a stranger. Maybe they want to kill a relative, something brewing. But, yep. you know, a fight a stranger, <laughs> that takes a lot. Absolutely. People just want to yell and unleash whatever's inside of them here because everybody, you're in everything all day around people all day. You have to hear mm-hmm. their sound, their existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it, like, it's one of those things of, like, so much of, like, negative emotions that other people have have nothing to do with you. Like, you're right. just there. You just happen to be there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think once you learn that, like, oh, people, it's fine. Like, like even if somebody makes a comment to you on the train, it's just, like, do you want to invite negativity into your day? That Like, I mean, it, it's never worth it. You get nothing out of it. It's not like you're going to leave shaking hands with a person. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing good. Um, mm-hmm. I can see why they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine growing up here where you're taking the train every day, you're yeah. going to public schools. I mean, even the living situations are all so messed up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I feel so lucky to have grown up in Texas. Like, that's how yeah. me just being in New York, I'm like, I can't imagine growing up here or raising a kid here. Mm-hmm. It just stresses. The idea mm-hmm. seems so stressful to me. Same. Like I learned that Jim Gaffigan has like seven kids and lives in New York. I'm like, what he lives are you? In do- East Village. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing with that? That's insane. <laughs> I mean, he's but at I a mean, level of like he, he can had, afford. If you have money to do it, I guess but, I. Even honestly, me, I'd move to Jersey. Same. I would move to Jersey so quick, buy a house in Jersey, be happy. <laughs> yep. I would take the path. Like life mm-hmm. would be so great. I have no <laughs> zero issue. The path yep. runs 24 hours a day. Like I would have zero. There's nothing. Um, when did you first start figuring out um, that you were gay, and what was that like? I've always known. Yeah? I mean, I, I think, I mean, everybody comes from, I mean, sometimes people people realize maybe when they're like 30-something, which mm-hmm. is not unusual, because I, I feel like we all, we're all on, on the spectrum and have the capacity for anyone. Even you could be with a, you know, I could be with a guy tomorrow. It doesn't mean I could be with him forever, because I mean, I, you know. It wouldn't be long lasting, but sure. I think there's a spectrum there. But um, I'm trying to think. One thing I, I, I did realize is you know that thing in movies when you're mm-hmm. a kid, you watch movies, and movies are so amazing. Mm-hmm. There was never a point in my life where I'd watch a movie and uh, in the last scene where the guy is kissing the woman, like mm-hmm. I've never not imagined myself being the guy <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> there's never been a time, like I didn't. Sure. Growing up, I didn't think that was a gay thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? it's just a thing. Yeah. You know, it was just, you know, when you're a kid, it can just be like, pe- things can exist without society forcing that on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But, uh, yeah, I never really thought about that as like, but I also, 
I have two sisters who uh-huh. are like the feminists of feminine. Sure. Like one has a makeup line. Like they're very, oh, wow. very feminine people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew I was different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's almost a part of me that kind of feels like I was raised like a boy or genderless. Huh? Um, I think we were all kind of, maybe we're all kind of raised genderless. Like there was never a thing where it's just like, um, like when I hear some friends talk about how they're raised, how like, okay, like their parents will be like, oh, you got to get married. You got to mm-hmm. start a family. That, that that never. Really? We never talked about any of that ever. That was never a thing. It was just always like, take care of yourself, get a good job and take care of yourself. Like there's never, there's yeah. never, even now, that's never, that's Amazing. never been a factor into anything ever. Um, but, you know, take care of yourself so they don't have to pay for you. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's what they really are talking about. Absolutely. They don't want to pay your bills. It's not like, you know, I mean, I don't they don't want to pay your bills and they want to brag to their friends. That's it. That's what it's really about. Okay. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's so feminist. Uh, they don't want to pay your bills. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, they do pay my, my phone bill. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. I lost track. But, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I guess it's like a feminist somewhat upbringing where... I don't know. Nothing's really, nothing's ever like relationship based. It's always mm-hmm. just like find a way to provide and take care of yourself and live a happy life on your own. Um, so. And through that, you think you had like more, like there wasn't any pressure. And so you could just kind of figure out who you were right away. Yeah, it was never a thing. Also, we never really talked about anything outside. I mean, that was my, my major takeaway. Like we never really talked, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people have that thing with their family, like they they talk all the time in depth. They're best friends, which is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like even best friends with me. Sure. I just yeah. Anyway, it's strange. Um, maybe when you're older, you're just like, I don't want to lose you. But uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah. I I mean, I don't think it was ever an issue. I've always been a tomboy. Sure. Person. Mm-hmm. Like, like tomboy, where you just see a tomboy, just like, are you? You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. But you keep it. Also, mm-hmm. one of my best friends growing up that lived two houses away from me mm-hmm. was very gay. Yeah. And out when we were in school. Sure. And she was always around. You know. Yeah. I'm like, even by association, you're like, something. Yep. You get a sense. It's just like, she looks like a boy, but something. <laughs> <laughs> something is something. Something is something. You know, yeah, I I don't know. I think I've always, I think it's kind of who I've always been, Mm -hmm. but it was like never really a thing. I also didn't grow up super religious. Yeah, so like there was no like social pressure for you to be different. No, but the one difference is my parents were African, so we also grew up around other African people. Sure. And I look at the other African people, how they were grow- uh, brought up. I feel like they were a lot more religious and maybe, like, I guess, kind of more conservative. Mm-hmm. And my upbringing was almost non-religious. I mean, I you know, I mm-hmm. guess we believed in God or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, to say around people, like, we believe in God, it's safe. You know? Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> we, just like a, you know, just like just something to, something to throw out so people know it's cool. We're cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? It's Texas, mm-hmm. so we got to be. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. I didn't grow up a conservative, and I didn't grow up really religious necessarily. It's always just like, okay, d- okay, here's the TV. Do your thing. Yeah, <laughs> do your thing. We'll see you tomorrow or something. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Never really. It's just the only thing was really just you have to go to college, kind of. Sure. Thing. So just like it wasn't a big deal. It just was part of you. Oh no, I was very obviously, <clears throat> especially <laughs> even. In, I mean, I was always a tomboy, but especially in college, I was very. Yeah. 
very gay looking. I mean, you did play rugby. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very obviously gay looking. I remember yeah. one time I, we went to my sister's graduation from college. Yeah. And um, I think my other sister was in a dress and then I was there just in a tie. I'm just like, well, here yep. we are. <laughs> <laughs> this is us. And no one yep. said shit. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like my grandma was just there and, and I think she told my sister or somebody, they're like, if anybody gives her shit, we're you know, you oh. know, don't let, don't let anybody give her shit or some mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. But yeah. I don't know. Nobody really. Yeah. Maybe if I grew up religious. Mm-hmm. So like. I don't know. Something that's like uh, part of like the conventional narrative of people who are gay is like there's this social pressure and anxiety. And so you just didn't face any of that really? Or like or just because your parents were just hyper like that like I ambivalent but like right. fine with you? Because um, it wasn't. There was never an issue like hey yeah. are you this. I mean. We never, yeah. we, even now we were, you know, I'm like, I know your first names. You yeah. <laughs> like, like, I know your first sure. names. I have that down. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to the city you were born in. I ha- mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you can select and pick whatever you want your kid to see yeah. about your life. And that's sure. kind of how I am now too with them and other certain other people. I'm just yeah. like, okay, I'll, you know, you can see the side. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's what you get. Bye. Yeah. Um, sure. That makes sense. I did have that anxiety. I think everybody yeah. has. I think I put a I put a lot of pressure when I was a teenager. Um, um, I get well. I really knew it when I was a teenager. I knew for mm-hmm. sure. Well, um, that makes sense. Everybody in high school is like hot. When, whenever you're in high school, everybody's hot. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. college, everybody's like mm-hmm. everybody's so hot. Like those are the hot times. I really want to emphasize <laughs> being there and being fully current in the hot times. Like I'm very serious right now. Like the hot times are like anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the hot times very very critical. Um, critical critical. Um. Oh, no, I, I did have that a- a anxiety and that feeling. And, I, you know, I definitely had the in-closetness, which was weird because I've always been kind of like a weirdo, semi-gay person. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. You know, sure. it's like it's kind of obvious to certain people. But to me, yeah. I'm just like, I don't want anybody to know, even though I'm wearing basketball shorts every day. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the thinking was. Yeah. Um, but I think everybody has that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've never, like, come out to my parents. Per se- I mean, I kind of have once or twice when I was drunk. But not sure. like, you know, I'm not just going to have some... I mean, I'm not just going to be, Yeah. you know, maybe if I bring home somebody I've married. Yeah. Like, at what point do you bring up that conversation, right? Yeah. But it's also like, I don't want somebody in my, like, you know what's up. We just don't talk about it. Yeah, sure. (laughs) You know, I I know deep down they listen to me on podcasts at home, you know? Mm -hmm, (laughs) They're mm -hmm. like, what is she even up to? You know? Yeah. I I know they watch something or on YouTube if they've seen one YouTube video. They know. They know. Anyway. Yeah, we just... Yeah, we keep a lot of secrets. But anyway, um, where was I? Yeah, I think everybody goes through that anxiety or pressure or feeling, you know, like... I think that's part of the gay... culture. Yeah? Maybe not part of the gay culture. I don't know. It's part of the gay experience where you're just like, oh, shit, I'm different. Yeah. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And then you realize you're... And then you're like... Um, Oh shit! I can't do anything. <laughs> you just watched another episode of the Pussycat Dolls Wars. Shit! I can't do anything about it. Turns out, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had that. Um, luckily, I I moved away for college for a little bit, then I came back, then I went to school in my hometown. You know, I, but so you, you gave yourself space to like explore that and figure out who you were before dealing with it. Is that what you mean? Um. Well, when I got to college, I was still in the closet. Uh-huh. Whatever. Well, I mean, you know, in the clo- you know, n- not publicly, just, just didn't mention it or whatever. Yeah. And so my thing was, I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna come out or whatever. You know, like I was just mm-hmm. like, this is my time. These are my hot years. Gonna take yeah. it. Anyway, 
I get to college. I'm there for the first year, first semester. And then um, I was hanging out with like a lot of people who were conservative and I was kind mm-hmm. of afraid to come out, even though I never talked about guys, you know? Yeah. And th- these are our hot times. If you're going to talk about guys, talk it's about it in college. The hot times are so critical. Can't emphasize enough. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot emphasize enough. Fuck. Those are the hot times I am. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I never talked about guys ever or any, anything to do with a guy. I'm just like, this is not even, you know, if it is a guy, it's just like a, you know, like a gay guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I thought I was going to come out. I didn't come out. So I was in the closet still. And um, then I ended up losing a lot of weight my second semester of college. Hmm. Uh, I wanted to lose weight, but at the same time, I wasn't eating. Um, but mm. I think that comes down deeper to me being in the closet and not being able to be who I thought I was. Huh. And um, I ended up transferring colleges and going to another school. Um, and my thinking going to another school was like, hey, I'm going to start all over again. Mm-hmm. So basically, me going to another college, I started all over again by cutting off all my hair and then joining rugby and all these things. And sure. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so that did happen later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's 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 always been it's always been there. Even yeah, yeah. at prom, I went to prom with my guy friends. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. no, there's nothing. Yeah, even I remember my high school graduation where I'm. Um, one of our family friends was just like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen you in a dress. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is the last time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you get the one. first time I've ever, there. I mean, I'm really doing this because, you know, I have nothing better to do and it matches um, the uh, graduation. Yeah. Anyway, no, I didn't come out till later, but I, I think yeah. looking back on it now, it's so dramatic. I mean, I, I can't emphasize enough to like take advantage of your hot years when you have them because mm-hmm. what are you really waiting for? I mean, unless yeah. you live in like a really... Uh, yeah. If you live in a situation where you're like, you feel like you're at risk. Mm-hmm. Whatever reason. Yeah. Like for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. I, I could kind of get it. But other than that, I mean, everybody already knows. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't know, they have an idea. They're just waiting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like you, you almost have to inter- interrogate your friends, too, because I'm like, you're going to you're going to help them in the end. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Right? You're you're helping your friend, okay? Just mm-hmm. get it out mm-hmm. so they can move on. Sure. Um, but no, even if it's rare that somebody comes out and it's a shock, really. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just like you you could have done this a long time ago. Yeah, and it's like I feel like this, I mean, this thing of like people make a big fuss about it, where it's just like, oh yeah, okay, that's you, whatever. Like, yeah, unless you're dating that person, and all of a sudden it's a shock. That they no longer want to date you because they're attracted to the opposite gender. Yeah, that, and like they were just trying to figure it out with you, but they didn't want to tell you. Yeah, it's exactly. Awkward. Then it's kind of a shock and a weird thing, but yeah. like generally, it's like that has nothing to do with like cool, whatever. Just like somebody like Mike Pence, who's so anti-gay. I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's either because you're gay, mm-hmm. or there's something else. Like maybe I don't know if he was felt like he was so something happened to him in his past. Like yeah. I don't. There's there's literally no reason to be like that. Yeah, yeah. To infringe on other people's happiness because mm-hmm. they want to be happy. I don't, I've never understood the whole conservative. Mm. It's, it's like a Bible thing, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah, it is a Bible thing. I you are right. I don't even. I'm like, which part? Of, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the oldest part. I mean, of they the can't Bible. lie with another man. I'm like, are you still listening to that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what? I don't know if you know this, guys, but there's this New Testament idea where, anyway. Right. Yeah. Um. Do you think? I don't get it. The, do you think the um kind of going back to like the, your relationship with your parents and how it's kind of like you, you 
you weren't like hyper close. Do you think that had to do something with your choice to go into the performing arts? Like you're trying. Oh, uh, no. No? Okay. Um, when I did acting in high school, I mean, they were helping fund that. Okay. <clears throat> there, I mean, um, I've always had, uh, I've always had that kind of side to me. Like mm-hmm. really evident, like there's some kind of light or energy to me that's different from the others. Uh-huh. Um, sure. Even in conversation with like their family friends or other mm-hmm. people, like people could see it. Um, oh no, it has nothing to do with. Okay. I just think Africans just don't talk in depth <laughs> i just i don't right. think there's like a deepness like they're not even know themselves how are they gonna try to get to know somebody else <laughs> deep enough Wait, okay. you haven't dealt with your past you yeah know? okay I, I would love to hear a little bit more about that because i don't know i don't know i that. think i think when i was growing up a lot of it is like i don't i don't know what it is i think people um well there's never a time where i'm like we've ever had a conversation where it's like we're in depth talking about who we are where we've Mm -hmm. come from or what we went through ever like there's Mm -hmm. never that i don't i don't know why there is a protection of i feel like there's like a protection of like you're protecting your past or who you want people to think you are sure and uh you know whenever you're doing stuff like that i mean that's gonna affect you yeah i mean yeah, I've never really, we've never like, we don't really have talk in depth, in depth, deeply. <laughs> and now if we do it, it's just like, wow, it's like 20 years later. You know? Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, uh, you know, I have to put effort and energy to try now. Yeah. And that seems so, that's to me really interesting because like so much of stand-up is like revealing mm. bits about yourself. Mm. And how do you reconcile that as your, like, your nurture growing up and then now you're doing this thing? Right. I don't know. Mm. Um, maybe that's why I do stand up in part because a lot of things growing up felt like a secret, <clears throat> or like you're protecting something of, you know. There's always, you know, I'd never. I don't know. Maybe never getting to know hmm. people. I guess now that I'm getting older and my, you know, my parents are getting older, there is that need or want to reach out and be there. Yeah. Or get to know each other now, where yeah. it it is a it takes a lot it takes a lot just even. You know, now it would take a lot unless I grew up like that, where it's just like, oh, this is nothing. But now it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, I feel like if I tell you this, what do you, you know, <laughs> yeah. is that going to change? You know, what changes, you know? Sure. Or I don't know. Maybe that's why I do stand up. You know, just to, there's a freeness or a honesty mm-hmm. or, I don't know. I never really thought about that. Okay. But that is a good question. Um, uh, I don't know. You don't have to have an answer now. It's fine. Performance is... Part of me naturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, in comedy, I'm not one of those comics who just gives, here's my entire life story. Sure. You know, I take little bits and then I'll exaggerate or I say this mm-hmm. or that. Um, but yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think that's really relatable to a lot of people, though. <clears throat> yeah. Having parents and you're getting to know them when you get older. Absolutely. Like, um, once you stop looking at them as your parents and start looking at them as people. Yeah. That have done so much that you don't know about. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, one thing I did, we, um, so we went to Nigeria where my dad's from this past summer. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, uh, I met his mom, mm-hmm. so I met my grandma, and then I met his siblings and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And we went to where he grew up and all this other stuff. And I, you know, a part of it is to figure out, <laughs> like, who you are. Like, yeah. that's my whole, I'm like, who are you? Mm-hmm. You know? I, without being too upfront, like, who are you? Yeah, yeah. Who are you again? You know, just We're- trying to meet. <clears throat> people but uh yeah it was a good it was a good time i think that's a 
Yeah, I don't know. Still figuring that out. Sure. Who yeah. who was every who was you know who can say you're a different person every like few years you know so who yeah who are you who are you now what do you want to do that um, makes sense I don't know well I'd like to thank you for doing this it's kind of like oh that up. oh that's it well do you do you have anything specifically you want to say more about um I mean I guess we said those hot years. Hot years are so critical. I feel like, you know. Hot years. You really. Once you leave college, I mean, everybody's so separated. Like, you really. Yeah. <clears throat> college, so many hot people in one space. I'm just like, if you're not going to come out then, it's just literally, mm-hmm. if you're going to come out when you're 25, it's just like, I mean, you can do that, but it's just like. You missed this. The train. The hot, the hot train. Hot yeah. train. The hot train. I mean, you literally have to. I think that's why people. I think uh, I. Th- I don't think college is really for learning necessarily, unless you do like engineering or like yeah. PhD in science or something or mm-hmm. like doctor. It's really just social. Yeah, isn't that weird to spend like a hundred thousand dollars on being social? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like literally, that is all it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's also uh, where can people find your stuff? Oh, uh, uh, I'm on Twitter. When Jico, I am. I'm on mm-hmm. Instagram. Jico Graham, what up? Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, Wunjiko Eke, um, mm-hmm. basically on everything. Um, this is going to come out uh, next month. Anything big? Any specific oh, show? Oh, Rhea Butcher. A- yeah. April 2nd, Union Hall. Um, it's sold out already, but I yep. just want to like talk shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> yeah. Like, <laughs> Union Hall. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. uh, that'll be fun. I'm also yeah. going to California next month for a week. Go oh, back wonderful. and see what's going on. I mean, my room, my old roommate's getting married, but uh-huh. um. I don't have anything planned yet, but uh, we'll be going there. Be a little there. <laughs> okay. Sounds That's good. It. There's nothing. Thanks for, for talking with me. It was short. We had a good time. You cannot be down, but you can try. You can try. You can try. Come on. You can tell me how. Yeah. Now tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Restless and crazy. Hey Tristan. Hey Christina. Do you like anime? I don't know. Do you like me? I, yeah, yes. Do you want to watch anime with me? I, I, yeah, yes. Do you want to make it into a podcast? I, uh, yes. Great. What's it going to be called? It's called the Animazing Podcast. When it comes out. It comes out every Saturday. Bye. <laughs>